0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the DMP podcast episode 28, where this week, it'll be probably a bit short, but we're going to be talking about a pretty excellent film in the form of Mad Max, Fury Road. Uh, Tom, you're really familiar with like the Mad Max kind of pantheon, so I'm going to let you kind of run this. What is Fury Road about, and why was it so good? Because I'm going to say something pretty weighty here, it's probably one of the best action films I've ever seen. Tope, go, Tom, go. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> he's he's still just, in awe just, afterwards.
1: <laughs> so you may
2: speak. It's still dumbstruck. It's <laughs> fucking.
0: Yeah,
1: basically Fury Road. It's it's a soft reboot that could take place after <laughs> any of us. All fun. right, so it could take Come place after the first one, the second one, Come or the third one. Now, Mad Max the character is he's a drifter. It's like you're playing a Fallout game. And you've been told to do a quest. That's kind of the gist of the movie in a way. And he he meets up with Furiosa. Well he's... Like... It's all coincidental, I guess. Would you say coincidental? Uh, yes.
2: Very. Yeah, yeah, it's all
1: coincidental. And he ends up helping this woman. Like, who's trying to fucking get, get some sex slaves. I'm really not wording it right. I'm... <laughs> i got put on the you spot don't, here. You're
2: not doing this, like, summary justice. <laughs> <I>
1: <laughs>
0: did, if, for those of you listening, I didn't tell Tom that I was going to throw it to him straight away, so he's actually got no idea what to <laughs> yeah. say. So what Fury Road essentially is about is it's a soft reboot of the Mad Max trilogy that George Miller made in the uh, 70s and not 80s? 70s, 80s. Late 70s, early 80s. Um, and it's 80s. essentially just, a, oh. like, a post-apocalyptic kind of adventure set in... Uh, God knows where. Actually, there's, 2060, it's 2060, I think. No, they no, said, but does, do they actually talk about where it's set in terms of location?
1: Location. Um, If it's fa- if it's still following on from the original films, it would be the Australian, the Outback. Australian and Outback. And yeah. consider yeah, it, like, Australian everyone's Australian. like, oh, but there's no, like, huge deserts and fucking sandstorms fucking with hurricanes and shit. And it's like, well, they it's fucking nuked the world. Though, so, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway, It, it, it yeah, changed the whole... Landscape, so get
0: over it. <laughs> it, fo- it follows, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. It follows, yeah, basically the story of Max and uh, a character called Furiosa, but it's basically, it pulls the rug out and it actually f- follows more Charlie's Theron's character than anything else, and that's why the film is so, so good. Um, so let's, uh, who watched it most recently? Hugh.
3: That was, yeah, that probably would have been me.
0: Now, you, you had high praise for it you said I enjoyed it so let's start with you
3: <laughs> All right. just let me address like this fancy <laughs> before it gets out of control All right? <laughs> I am not harsh on movies. Okay, I get, I thought Captain America um, Winter Soldier was an excellent film. I praise that highly. I praise X-Men highly. Just because Avengers is a steaming pile of shit that could pass Transformers 5 doesn't mean that I think all movies are bad. Okay, so... Well, I, what about so
1: the I, Maze Runner? You hear about the Maze Runner.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's <laughs> universally shit, so, like, I don't really need to elaborate on that. <laughs> no, all right, so, here wrote, right. I I didn't think it was, like... Like Nick and Tom thought it was amazing. That's fair enough. Like I thought it was good. I gave it. I'll start off with my rating and I'll explain. why. I gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah. It's yeah. a really. Shut, no, shut up! All right. It's, it's a really good. It's a really good action film. Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy. I was, about to, I was about to say Bane. <laughs> <laughs> Bane? So he, just really wears
1: a, he wears a mask, like, I the, so, the movie?
3: So, well, th- I think the best thing about their performance is with limited dialogue, it's still a really strong performance, and I'm sure you guys agree with that yes. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: yeah, like, um, Max is more reactive, in a way. Like, he just reacts to what's happening in the world. It's like, that's how I saw it, and I thought
3: that was great. Exactly. Like, I thought, it. it visually, it's a stunning film. Yeah. I thought visually, like, it's really good. Audio-wise, some, sometimes them I felt... I know, I always feel like music in films is a little bit too loud sometimes when it's overpowering the actual effects, but that's just me. But visually, it's excellent. I thought all the characters were good. The only main problem I had was the whole convoluted thing with Nicholas Holt playing the old Half-Life... Um, guy having like that bonding session with one of the, w- I think the wife, I think it was the wife's capable, I think that's yes, her I name in the film, one name, with yeah. red hair. Yeah. I oh, thought yeah. that was a bit convoluted because it was like, it sort of get, tried to give some exposition on the characters, but like, I don't really feel felt like it should have because it didn't really do that before on airing the characters, or when it did, it did it with as limited dialogue as possible. And just, like Nick was saying before we went on air, it used action, and that just felt a little cheesy, but aside from that, I thought it was a really good film. Um, it, Running time is good. I felt that the final, like the final act, is actually really good. Yeah, I don't know what you guys thought, but I thought like because I was like, you know, I'm like, shit, this action scene's gone for a while, but it is actually really good. So I've never seen a Mad Max before, so I had, I had some idea what to expect, but I didn't exactly know. So yeah, I thought it was overall an eight out of ten. It's a good action film. It's a much better action film than certain other things that have hit the cinema in the past month. So yeah, that's my thoughts.
0: Do you actually? I, w- I want to talk before I go to. Tim and Tom, uh, the kind of narrative um, rug pulling that it does, where we follow them on their journey to the point where um, Furiosa meets up with the um, the the group of uh, girls from the Green Place, only to find out for like only to find out that they're just going to turn around and go back to the Citadel. Did you find that was uh, kind of? A waste of time, or did you feel that that actually worked well? Because I actually felt like it did really work well, even though you're kind of doing a complete U-turn and going back to where you came from in the first place. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, well,
3: sorry, sorry. We asking me or Tom or everyone? Hey, everyone, yeah, it's open for. Uh, Tom, do you mind if I go and then I just want yeah. to talk for ages? Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I I thought it was. I almost thought it was almost predictable in a way because there's a line that sort of foreshadows it early when Mad Max is like, it's something about hope, it's like a waste of time or something and like the whole idea of there being this oasis like across the desert I found like, I'm thinking like, there's not going to be an oasis across it. There. like there's going to be something wrong with it and mm-hmm. then we find out it's just this marshland with like the crows yeah. so I, I sort of think
0: things on the Goateo videos those
1: like the things on uh, stilts I, I seriously uh, thought were people I, I, thought it was it
3: I thought it was oh, fiddlesticks yeah, from just... League of Legends. Legit? Like, well, like, fiddlesticks were crows?
2: people on stilts, weren't they? Weren't they like some of the like, gymnastics from like, Cirque du Soleil or something like that? Like, no, apparently the, um,
1: the people on the, on the stilts were crows that were mutated. Oh, what?
2: And what? I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, that's what I was yeah, like. Yeah, no, but like,
2: there were actual people, though. Like, There might have been crows yeah. in the film, but there were actual people. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right. I see what you mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now.
2: Now no, I
1: understand. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah go, yeah.
0: go on, Hugh. <laughs> oh that, no. That's all I had to oh, say. Right. Okay. Yeah. Tom. Tom. What did you think about with that kind of narrative U-turn?
1: Like, it. In a way, it kind of made sense because, essentially, Furiosa has led Immortan Joe on a wild goose chase, and they're basically just gonna like go through the old flank and just turn around and fucking take the castle. And just lock them out, like I'm like, that's that's fucking smart. Like if there's nothing else that way, yeah, go back and go back and do it. (laughs) Just fucking take over.
0: Do you agree with that, Tim?
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually really liked the way it panned out. Like I'm glad that um, there wasn't this cliche ending where um, you know they get to this like this promised land or whatever, and then you know I was I was like kind of thinking, oh, no, it's going to be one of those ones where, yeah, they get to this promised land and they're going to, like, you know, have this, like, you know, last stand and yeah. all this kind of thing. I was like, I really hope that's not where it's going to go because it's been so overdone. And, of course, they're going to all, you know, survive because they're all, like, the main protagonists and stuff. But I'm actually glad that they, you know, they got get to their, the, you know, final goal and there's just, like, nothing there. So they're like, ah, oh, will we either keep running or we actually turn and fight? So yeah. I actually like the way it turned out.
0: So, Tim, like overall, your thoughts on the movie?
2: Um, yeah, no, I really liked it as well. Yeah, like I, I agree with you. I gave it an eight out of ten. Uh, I walked into it not really, hadn't seen any trailers, and I haven't seen any of the previous Mad Maxes and stuff. So, I was, I was under the impression it was going to be a bit more gritty and more gory. Um, but I'm glad it kind of what wasn't. Like, I really liked the action scenes, and and what blows me away as well is like. All those act like the majority of those action scenes were actually performed like with live stunts. Like, yeah. like that article I think Tom linked um, earlier in the week. Like with the guitarist. Like, like that yeah. that one vehicle that's just like a big like drivable stage essentially. <laughs> you know, like and uh, this has yeah. got this a like, guitarist on like this bungee cord with a flamethrower and it like you know read like all of that actually was like workable and the guy had like, about six weeks to actually train to, like, play guitar up to, like, you know, while driving along at 80... Yeah, on a bungee cord, blind, with a flamethrower attached to this guitar, all while driving at, like, 80 kilometres, like, an hour. Like, I just think that's insane. Can you imagine
0: George Miller going into a pitch meeting with the studio and they're like... He's like, oh, look, I've got an idea. I don't know if it's going to fly, but I'm going to test it anyway. What do you reckon about having a dude on the front of a fucking semi-trailer with a flame throwing guitar, and he just shreds for fucking two hours? Do you know like, what that guy's oh, name was? Okay. Uh, yeah, what's it, um,
2: Gibson? the name The Doof Warrior. Oh, Doof Warrior, sorry. Oh, no, the, yeah, the actual character's <laughs> name was called the Doof Warrior. And, like, the, you know, they actually had, like, on the back of it, they actually had, like, those six drummers playing like the like the big like war drums war and drums, stuff yeah, like yeah. all yeah. of that was actually le- like legitimate and i was just like i don't know I, get, I think you have more respect for when like people actually pull it off with actual <laughs> you know it's actually getting films that way rather than just in you know green screen
0: yeah that's, um, that's the thing I, I mean for me yeah. it's like i was saying i think i was talking to tom you, you when you watch it you basically want to buy the dvd just so you can see how they made it like yeah, how they end actually themselves into the movie yep. in terms of how it's made. Whereas with things like the Avengers, because if you watch that, it's basically just watching a bunch of people act in front of a green screen. But whereas with Mad Max, I get the feeling that you're literally going to see cars flip for fucking, you know, God knows how long the the, the featurette goes for. Yeah, which I think is pretty. One important. thing I
2: I think it did really well, um, which a lot of movies, I guess, when they try to do the same kind of thing, you know, kind of force flat on the face. But they don't really kind of um explain too much, like they don't really give you all these like cues and try to fill you in on all this backstory. They kind of just like thrust you into like the middle of this universe without any kind of um you know uh like what's like precollection that you know you understand or what yeah or what's going on and you kind of just like you know pick it up as you go along and but that's what actually makes it really like. Yeah. Really so like, literally
1: just Yeah, it just literally starts out like Max gives like what two lines to say the world's fucked. And Um Yeah. Like it's just like, you know, the they, world's just they, fucked. And then they, they next don't minute, go this he's huge, in a car yeah. chase.
2: Yeah, no, they don't go to this huge backstory where like, you know, yeah, in like two thousand ten, like, you know, the world like, you know, nuked itself and you know, then, like, these guys rose up and now it's just, like, all, like, the, like, you know, the, the dregs of society have taken over. Like, there's none of this and, you know, there's, there's no kind of, like, explanation as to how these guys have survived or, like, the hierarchy or, you know, um, like, or even, like, what the fort like, the wives are. Like, it's just, you know, whatever. You just kind of have to accept it at face value and, it, and I think it actually works that way. Like, it doesn't try to actually overly explain everything.
1: Yeah, and, like, it slowly, like, over the film I felt like it slowly kind of explains why, what is happening, especially with the wives. Like, you kind of realise mm. what the wives were for, and then why yep. Furious is taking them away from um, the Citadel, or whatever they called, um, yeah, yep. jo- joint. Yep. Yeah, the, the joint. Yeah. Yeah, Immortal Joe. The
0: movie's just fucking utterly insane. It, it yes. really is. It's crazy... How over the top and how kind of theatrical it is, but how effective it is in doing that. I mean, we, you know, we're talking about how they, like, some we, we, before you know, they, they basically tell a story literally just through action, and it's through character mm. reaction. There's no dialogue. It's it's. There was a really interesting tweet from um, oh, I can't remember who the director was, which is which is where I kind of bought bought into that thinking where you really don't get a lot of talking out of these people you're just following them on a car chase and you're still learning about the world you know who is who how things function what the laws of the universe are it's it's really really effective in how it does that um tom i'll move on to you because i know you have a like your opinion is about the same as mine so like what did you think
1: like I, i thought i'd seen everything in the trailers Like I watched the second trailer, I I think it's the second trailer, like constantly because it was just like it it was incredible. It was an incredible put together trailer. I'm like, I had this feeling, like this is kind of everything from the movie, but they still managed to surprise you with all the car chases and all that, and the fact that it was all done, like except for like one crash was done in CGI. Well, Mm. well, was not uh, one crash was CGI. The rest was done they've actually gone That the That was the, the one at the end where, like,
2: the yeah. when the actual war yeah, truck crashed and you really see lovely. like the... Yeah, yeah. yeah the guitar like, you know... The 3D. Yeah, and like, you see like the, the steering wheel like, kind of slow-mo <laughs> out and stuff.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> that was painful. I watched it in 2D and that was painful. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. And,
1: like they literally just went into the desert for six months to like a year and just crashed cars every day. And they the fact that they had people on these cars was just like, who the fuck gave them the insurance to do this? Like,
0: There's a lot of trust.
1: (laughs) Oh, definitely. (laughs) Like, I think there was, like, an interview with Tom Hardy saying, like, he was, they have, like, the pole people, the people that are, like, on these massive poles, like, that are getting swung from car to car.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, um, like, Tom Hardy was saying that um, he got on them and, like, it was just insane. The fact that like he was inches off the ground at one point, cause, like he—it's just driving
2: along like eighty like, k's an hour fuck. or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. like they actually got like proper like yeah, gymnasts and like you know like all those all those yeah like, got, like cerc- cerc- CGI all like, well, yeah, yeah Cirque SLA people, you know, and like not to mention like you know you got to think, you know that's just a pretty crazy feat alone just to do something like that. But then you got to don like all the kind of. Gear and stuff, and like makeup, and like the armor that they're all wearing as well, as well as do that kind of stuff. And you just like, and then you got like all the explosions (laughs) and all that stuff that are happening. (laughs) And And it's just doing multiple takes as well. And you're just like, yeah, some batshit insane.
1: It's like like this movie shouldn't exist because of how like insanely like everything in it is. But Mm. the fact that it exists is like, this is what people are now going to try and copy which I think will be good in a way like to kind of freshen up the action genre genre. Yeah. But Do you, like Ryan, yes, I think sorry, it was man. Ryan Johnson's like George Miller just fucking took everyone to school. He's just like, yeah. he's come back after 30 years. Cause like Mad Max two is considered one of the best action movies of all time. It still holds up today and he's just come back 30 years later and it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is what you should be doing yeah. for an action movie. Yeah, th- this what is, is what how it's done. St- stand aside, wrong. kids. This yeah. is how it's done. And he's <laughs> 70. He's literally 70, and he's crashing cars in the desert. And it's like, oh, that's fucking
0: brilliant. <laughs> that Yeah, it, it really is. And the fact that it also basically makes Max a supporting character as well. I want to talk about this, because this is one of the most important things of the movie. Because it's infuriating, from what I'm told... Uh, they're called they're called MRAs now these and this is not a joke they are male no. activists but sorry, so male rights activist group is that correct? Uh, am I am I'm thinking right
1: it's, uh, that's just call it that like i don't know what the actual group is called but yeah. it's they're men's, right act- they're they're men, activists yeah. for men's
0: rights activists so that is in itself fucking hilarious and i think that might be the funniest <laughs> moment of our podcast ever that we've said that um but anyway the, the fact that it's upsetting these MRAs is interesting because and also hilarious because Max takes a back seat in this doesn't he because yeah. it yeah. comes the story in- about Furiosa and that story is a lot more interesting and a lot more you you were a lot more invested in it as well because Fur- Furiosa and Charlize Theron does an amazing job as Furiosa she's fucking like awesome she's so badass yeah. she doesn't give a fuck She's like about one of the anyone. best
1: female characters in an action movie since I'm going to say Sarah Connor like, Yeah Terminator yeah. 2 Sarah
0: that's exa- That's exactly where I was. Like uh, that's like on levels of like Sigourney Weaver and Alien, and um, I'm blanking on her name. Sarah Connor and Terminator. Linda Linda Hamilton. That's the one. Um, do you... Not the Amelia Clark.
2: No. no. Oh. <laughs> what about what, what about
3: Lena Hetty? Oh
0: uh, yeah,
2: let's. Oh no,
0: she was all right. Lena Hetty, well, Lena
3: Hattie was good, but we're I going to be so bad in Genesis. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, no,
0: Jen White. Yeah, let's you. let's um, let's, leave,
3: let's leave the gener- Genesis Genesis hate
1: for later because I've got a lot of hate. Yeah, it's good.
0: Um, but <laughs> did you like? Obviously, I I all of us are pretty much on board with the fact that Furiosa takes the like takes the wheel <laughs> in this. In 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 a sense that it's basically her story, and you found that effective because I certainly did.
2: Well, yeah, like it is her story, you know. Mad like Max is, he's just kind of you know (laughs) a (laughs) passenger. Oh,
0: we're on fire tonight! (laughs) uh,
2: Internet high five, Nick. Yeah, Um, uh, yeah, no, like, but essentially, is like sure he starts out as the you know um, as the you know the main character, but. It's more so just to set up what's happening in the story of Furiosa, really. Yeah.
0: I I feel like when we get to that point where they reach, uh, the the Green Place gang. I'm gonna call them that. The Green when, Place and, gang. And she like the, the hope that she really has in actually showing the the girls like what her life used to be like, only to have it kind of taken away by the fact that just destruction and they've already they've already got because they had already driven through it didn't they because it was yeah, the, yeah, the,
2: driven, yeah. yeah and then like when she asked where's the rest of your clan they're like oh this is it and there's all what like six yeah, six. six to eight yeah. of them or something like that yeah
0: and the, and I have to admit that, that like the, the group of badass old ladies is fucking awesome because they were just like that like that this that climactic sequence where they're going back towards the citadel is so well done and it's so fucking intense It's, it's, yeah, I uh, don't know. There's, there's just such a connection that is, that you, that, that is automatically built into with Furiosa. And it's just so interesting. And it's actually really refreshing to see George Miller go, you know what? This is the story I want to tell because this is more interesting than probably having Max just do his thing. Because, yeah, as as great as that is, I honestly think that this is a lot better.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like, in the, in the first three Mad Max films with Mel Gibson, I wouldn't say he's, the, like, he's probably the main character either in those films. He's, yeah. as he's a drifter, he just comes into whatever predicament is coming along, like, is happening. Like, in Mad Max 2, he's helping a settlement move their fuel away from this fucking evil overlord, or whatever, he's, Lord Among Us. And then, he goes off and does his own thing again. Like, he's, he's, he's a hero, but he's not a leader. He just, he'll assist. He won't lead. He'll just
2: assist. Which is which is very reflective. Like right at the end, when um, you know, they end up getting back to the citadel, and everyone's cheering, and he ends up even stepping off the platform and like, yeah, he's like, shifting off into the crowd.
0: This is not like he's like this is not this isn't my story. Yeah, exactly. It's a really and like it's his
1: idea to go back to the citadel as well. Like Mm. in in another movie, he like someone else would have that idea. And he would be like, okay, yeah, that's good. Let's do that. But no, it's... Like, all the role reversals in this movie was brilliant. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed enjoyed it.
0: This is the first movie that I really want to want watch again. Like, I actually... I'm kind of hungering to go back to the theatre to watch it. Whereas previous films that we've seen this year, I haven't. Like, I've basically gone because someone wants to go and watch it. I'm like, yeah, I'll go and watch it. But I've never personally just gone, you know what? I need to go and watch it again because it was just so good because I reckon you could probably enjoy it even more on the second watch because your expectations are basically gone and now you can just kind of sit back and enjoy everything without kind of trying to focus on what was going what's going on Um, I can't fucking
1: wait until September I'm watching John Wick and it's back to back like it's going to be sick it'll
0: be good Um, just before we wrap up Tom you might be a little more privy to this but or anyone else if you want to chip in the visions that Max seem to have at points can someone explain those? Or are they are they just kind of left up in the air? Do that was that his care? family, I think. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah. Because she says metaphor the- or something, doesn't she? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And end of the first one has his family murdered by the toe cutters gang, who, by the way, the toe cutter, is also play- played by the same actor who plays Immortan Joe in Fury Road. Ah uh, yes. Cool cool kind of can Continuity, not the same character because Toe Cutter fucking ran into a truck. But, um, end of the first one, um, the Toe Cutter's gang kills Max's wife and family, and that sends him on the path of the revenge driven kind of dude, and that's why he's Mad Max. Like, seriously, like the first one is if you do watch it, just it's slow as fuck, but just stick with it. And then when you get to the second one, you'll be like, ah, this is what the franchise really is. Like, the first one is just—it's just like a standalone movie and doesn't really connect to the other the other movies at all in a way. Yeah. But yeah, the visions that he sees is just of his family. That's how I saw it. Even though in the first one he had a son and now he's got a daughter. So. there's sex changes in the death in
0: death. Interesting. This this yeah this is good. I mean, Tom, we 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 didn't get you out of ten because we'll start wrapping it up. Out of ten.
1: Nine point five. This was fucking insane. Like, it's... Yeah. One of the best action movies I've seen. And it's literally just a two-hour car chase. It is. Like, you'd think, mm-hmm. that, you, you think that would be boring after 20 minutes, but it's not. Like, they stop maybe once, and then as soon as they stop, they're pretty much going again. But
0: basically, and, yeah, just, they're still literally trying to move the fucking truck. <laughs> yeah. That's...
1: Yeah. Like, and the fact that, like, they have strong female characters in it as well is... is in this day and age, is like it's, it's like a that godsend. We, we
0: desperately need to be completely honest.
1: Yeah, because um, like, and it comes weeks after all this fucking hip like bullshit about Joss Whedon and, and Black Widow and Avengers. Like, yeah, ugh, I don't want to get into that. that yeah, was just stupid. we, we well,
0: I, I, just one more thing. Your favorite, obviously. The, there's a lot of shit that goes on in this movie, so I wanted to get your, your like your favorite moments. You need to condense it as quick as quickly as you can. Hugh, we'll start with you.
3: Unmute yourself, Hugh. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 um, my fa- my favourite moments. Yeah. So so professional.
0: Okay, we'll we'll move on to Tom. Hugh, we'll wait. <laughs> Tom, what will
1: talk favourite moment. <laughs> the fact that George Milam got a car to do a front flip when it oh, yeah, went into track? like yeah, like there's a, basically they do the whole the old um like oh let's put a piece of string and trip someone over like, kind of do-dad thing, but instead of it, like, being in a hallway, it's in a desert between, like, two metal poles and a huge bike-driven, fucking, like, steel
3: cable.
2: A car, yeah.
3: Yeah, and this one car just hits it. Sorry, I'll go after Tom, because I remember.
1: Yeah, this this one car just (laughs) hits it, ends up in a ditch, and then does a front flip. All in-camera. Like, no CGI. I'm just, like, I'm done. Like, that was There's nothing that's going where to talk that. Then all my fucking guitar just rocks up and I'm yeah. like, this is great. This it's, is great. It's
0: one of those moments where you just, when it happens, you're like, oh, like you actually react, you have a reaction to it. I um,
1: feel like, but I, I do need to see it again in a, in a, like in a theater with a more engaging audience. Yeah. Because when I went, it was all just business owners, so they all like 50, 60 year olds and I think they went because they saw the first ones and like, they didn't really react yeah, as like as one like as one would expect, but
3: yeah. Here, let's yeah, make some an Uh when fuck, what was the villain's name again? The Morton Joe. Morton Joe. Yeah. When he got his when he got the his mo- face ripped off. Isn't it
0: Immortal
2: Joe? No, nah, it's a no,
0: it wasn't Joe. A oh, well, there you go. Yeah. When he gets his face ripped off.
2: Yeah. yeah. Spoiler was pretty, pretty, pretty.
0: Yeah. Oh well, we've been fucking talk about spoilers anyway. Uh, and Tim, what what we Oh,
2: yeah, I'd have to say other that, but I think I think the one that takes the cake is the like the the, the guitarist on like that big like war truck Doof like yeah, Duff Warrior like that's just epic. I, <laughs> like, it's I just so crazy fact, that it works.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that they actually shut down the Cahill Expressway in Sydney and drove all them cars up the Cahill Expressway to the Opera House, and that guy was still playing. He was yeah, that across, fucking, like
2: the, playing his yeah.
0: He's the one that you want playing with you, like playing next to you if you like you had a gun to your head and you had to finish like through the fine the flames on guitar hero. <laughs> um, and like
1: also like a quick note that I noticed, um when Max is doing his um his char- his main charge up from um like the rear car to the war rig when they're doing the, the final dash to the Citadel at the end. Like he gets on that he gets on that car. Yeah. And you think, oh, yeah, it's an action movie. He's going to attack these guys. He just lets them go. Like, he knows that's their role. Like, they're not going to attack him. Like, they yeah. might, but he just has faith that they won't. And I, like, I, re- I really kind of enjoyed that, in a way.
0: I, I want to say, like, just, I, I'm going to wrap it up after this. It's going to be really short. My favorite moment is probably when... Max is trying to snipe uh, what's-his-face and then oh. Furiosa comes up behind him and goes, give me the fucking rifle and then does it herself. That in yeah. itself is so badass, but it's also kind of weirdly romantic and it's like, it's just, uh, it's so effective in establishing yeah. the U- characters. Using and,
1: fucking as a stand.
0: Exactly. It, like, it's it's really, really well done. Um, but anyway, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Um, on the agenda for the next episode is either Tomorrowland or uh san andreas so oh please not san andreas we're gonna
2: do san andreas because uh, tim
0: just asked that we do it so we're doing no just joking we're we'll
2: probably i'm already gonna give Land. that like a four out of ten that's my review for it <laughs> yeah i I reckon,
0: I reckon we'll probably aim for Tomorrowland um because that looks fine i suppose
2: um, Looks a lot different. Everyone like San Andreas is just so cliche. At least Tomorrowland has something different going about it. Yeah, and it's got Brad Bird behind it. who did Ghost Protocol, so I'm happy with that. Yeah,
1: but San Andreas has the rock playing jacked up CJ from Grand Theft Auto's San Andreas. I think you. Got and someone think, just decided to fucking confused. play this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the tsunami
0: <laughs> and all that kind of shit. But anyway, we're gonna wrap it up. So Tomorrowland or uh, San Andreas? More likely Tomorrowland in the next fortnight. But anyway, we're going to love you and leave you. Make sure you go and give us a like over the Facebook page. It is launching tonight at facebook.com forward slash definitely not popcorn. Um, and as usual, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in a fortnight.
2: See you. See you, guys.